Hello friends and folks and welcome back to another Scanline Talks from Scanline Media. As you might expect, we're from Scanline Media. My name's Six Datmar. My name is Jennifer Uncle. My name is Kyrie Page. Well, hello you two. I, I don't know. Okay. So, yeah? I don't know if you noticed, right? Mm-hmm. Sony sucks at this. Yeah. Real bad at it. Uh, you know, I, I would say game companies have their ups and downs, you know, it's especially the console makers have their periods of like, well, they're on top, they're, they're king shit of fuck mountain, and then they're just fuck heads of shithole. I don't know, that's, I'm, you that, can, you can you know quote what? me on that. Listen, yeah. quote, six step mark, 2021. Um, they basically, and, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, they basically let Japan Studio fall to pieces. They, they let Japan Studio fall to pieces. Um, they're like doing really weird shit with the PlayStation Five, and I'm not just talking about shortages. I'm saying it's it's a it's a bad console to use without a lot of like basic usability features that Microsoft seems to have figured out. Uh, they're putting all their money in uh, spending seven billion dollars on individual games about sad dads shooting people in the head, and I don't fucking care. Um. And they just announced another another 25 new IP right after shutting down Japan Studio, which was kind of the source of the only interesting first-party Sony games. Yeah, Japan Studio put out so much cool shit in the past couple of years, and they just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that got me thinking, like, one... I, I, you know, we haven't done a, we haven't done a scanline talks in a while, and I like doing like interactive, like list making stuff. I think can be can be a fun, like playful way to do that. And so I had the idea. Okay, so this in this fantasy world, right? We each smell blood in the water, and I guess we get angel investors or some shit. I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. Um, and we are positioned to launch our own consoles we have to build a lineup of games for these new consoles to uh, to win people's hearts but you don't have the money to buy stuff out from other people you can only use defunct series series that are that are sleeping that are dead um i i i think it would be with our pricing structure where uh, we just pick numbers based i well i just pick numbers to make this work where basically our tiers are 300 200 and 100 um i decided to have this all be presented by mario because as we all know mario is dead uh, nintendo killed him very mm -hmm. recently on his anniversary yeah but he wouldn't really fit into one of these tiers he's too big mm -hmm. um big corpse yeah swollen with embalming fluid i was thinking, uh, so i was thinking of the giant <laughs> remember the giant whale that got beached that they tried to blow up Excuse me? Oh, you didn't hear this story? I guess not. They tried to blow it up? Yeah. Why? This what? was like in the 90s or something in which there was a beached whale. Why were you thinking about this then? <laughs> because you said a giant corpse. This is 30 years ago. Shut up. I am old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, so we have uh, three tiers, and we can each read out the tiers. But first, we should we should talk about the rules. So, your budget. I want you to get 
three games from each tier, from our from our three tiers, and then you have six thousand extra to play with. Um, for until you get uh one game from each, well, until you pick your first three games, let's say, uh, you have to pay market value. After that, you can try to undercut by half. You can say, okay, I want one of the three hundreds for one fifty. At that point, if someone else wants it, they can bid against you, and you submit blind bids. Okay. Um, uh, we're going to do a snake draft order. Does okay. So I built this list mostly. I had I had some help from y'all, but I, I I definitely have the advantage as far as where things are placed. So I will take whatever spots left. What order do you two want in the snake draft? Hmm. Um. Since we're talking about age and stuff, I'm the youngest one here, so. Well, we get to go first. Huh? Well, I guess it is your birthday weekend too, so you should probably go first. No, age you... before beauty, ho. <laughs> <laughs> go first, Jennifer, Uncle. Okay. Okay. In that case, I will take. Wait, uh... wait, 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 wait. Yeah. We haven't finished out the rest of the order, Jen. Okay. Curie, what spot do you want? Um. I guess I'll take I guess I'll take third. Okay, that makes sense to me. And then we read out the lists. Uh so Jen, since you went first, you'll get <laughs> sleeping giants. I will read out the mid card and Curie you leave read out bargain bin. Okay. Jen, take it away. Okay, so for sleeping giants we have uh Katamari Damacy, uh Metal Gear, F Zero, Tenshu, Burnout, Advanced Wars. I should probably slow down a bit. It's fine. Star Fox, Jack and Daxter, SSX, Unreal Tournament, Castlevania, Max Payne, WarioWare, Silent Hill, Dead Space, Resistance, and uh, the Chrono series, which is like Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, what have you. Mm-hmm. Reading mm-hmm. and Dreamers. Yeah. Radical Dreamers. Radical Dreamers. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, our mid card. Uh, for for two hundred, we have uh, Sim City, Monkey Island, Ape Escape, Dance Dance Revolution, a name you have not heard in a while, I bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gravity Rush, Armored Core, Virtua Fighter, Ridge Racer, Dark Cloud, Chibi Robo, Legacy of Kane, Klonoa, Dot Hack, Beautiful Joe, Parasite Eve. Mercenaries, Jet Set Radio, Breath of Fire, Fear, Super Monkey Ball, and Zone of Enders. And in the bargain bin, we have Tiger Woods Golf, Crimson Skies, Onimusha, Deception, Dino Crisis, Seaman, Tokyo Jungle, True Crime, Space Channel 5, Shadow Hearts, Clock Tower, Bloody Roar, Zork, Prototype, Pat the Pawn, Trauma Center, Lost Planet, The Getaway, Free Space, Mist, and Gradius. This list mostly brought to you by me glancing back at my my library of PS2 games. <laughs> Most of them came from me doing that. But Yeah, I had some contributions here and there though too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just if if you're like this is a weird selection, but also if you think about it, this has definitely been a uh, a a couple of generations of old stuff getting brought back. 
it would if we did this list like five years ago, there would be Crash on here. But suddenly everyone's all about Crash and Spyro and all these. Well, Spyro's good. Crash was never very good. Um, but Jen, you go first. You get your first pick. Okay. Um, first off, I'm gonna go with uh, Burnout under Sleeping Giants. All right, Burnout. And since you're picking this as one of your first ones, you are paying full price for that. All right. Okay. Um, so here's the hard part, right? There's always there's the two directions to go with this. Are you going to be like, let me pick all my faves? Or are you like, gonna, let me pick the ones that I feel like would make a strong roster for a launch, right? That would make like that would like actually make money. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In either case, I think Tenchu is a great pick. I love Tenchu, but also, do you remember how hype people were when Sekiro got announced and people thought it was Dark Souls Tenchu? Okay, I'll just make Dark Souls Tenchu. Yeah. That would be pretty sick. Like those short levels. Like, I, I feel like the Tenchu formula of having those, like, short levels, but you can make them, like, you know, kind of difficult. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's some, like, one of the things that I don't like about the Souls, Soulsborne, Sekiro, whatever, the FromSoft soft, from soft formula is that the games can feel, like, really, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Long, <laughs> mm. you know, and it's like everything, you know, it's broken up by those campfires and such, but I feel like a short level-based affair might be a cool way to like make that genre a little bit more accessible. I mean, granted, what am I saying? I mean, the genre is super popular as mm -hmm. it is, but I think you could really bring that element from Tenchu into it. Well, and that's the thing that Neo does, right? Is it's is you pick missions and you go into the missions and you like you have like a loose compass with an objective on it and everything. Like you you have a you have a goal in mind, and I think that kind of philosophy brought to Tenchu could be powerful. Um, well, brought to souls. Tenchu already has that. You already know why you're there. It's, you know, assassinate the corrupt merchant or whatever. But, Kyrie, you get two picks now because Snake Draft. Snake Draft. Um. Alright, I'll take the first one I'm going to take is um, the Chrono franchise. Mm. Like, I think that I mean, I want to launch with a really strong, like, beloved JRPG, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly how I would... I, I could imagine a, you know, two ways of going about this. Either a completely brand new story, you know, in the with the chrono flavor of, you know, time travel, multiple dimensions, that kind of thing. Or a remake of Chrono Trigger in the style of you know, Dragon Quest Eleven. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, that's a it's a very strong pickup for sure. Sure. And for my next pick, uh, I'm gonna go into the bargain bin. I'm actually gonna go with Bloody Roar. God damn it! Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna uh, use that as your bargaining chip six? I just wanted Bloody Roar. It's like, fucking good. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's a good ass fighting game. Like, listen. You know, maybe tweak the mechanics, like, a little bit, but, you know, I would, if I was in control of Bloody Roar, and I was putting it as a launch game, 
I would want it to give it to developers who are really into fighting games because I think that like I you know I really love the the I really love Killer Instinct like the new one that came out and that was clearly made by people who adore and think about fighting games constantly mm-hmm. and I think Bloody Roar like it, Bloody Roar has a cool aesthetic it has um unique mechanics uh, it has a really fun flow to it. I think you just tweak it like here and there and give it, you know, that sweet rollback net code and people would be all over it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some some pretty serious potential there. Yeah. Damn. Um, that one. <laughs> honestly, when I was thinking about this like episode and or whatever we're calling this, like the show, I was thinking, man, I really want to get Bloody Roar on my team. <laughs> mm. <sighs> okay, well, that leaves me with a pretty hard choice. Um, I feel like someone else will pick this up in order to try and bid me up so I can't afford to sleep on it. I'm going to grab Dot Hack. Nice. I think, I think, I mean, I do want a strong JRPG franchise, right? Mm-hmm. I also think that in the era of like like Destiny and Outriders and stuff, these sort of like live service but like not quite MMOE games, I think there's big potential for Dot Hack to be like a hybrid single player multiplayer game in a way that that does numbers. So, I, if you actually apply like the Monster Hunter formula to Dot Hack, I think that could really be something because you know monster hunter has a like a relatively strong like well not that strong single player stuff the single player stuff feels more like a tutorial for the multiplayer Mm -hmm. um but i think if you have that really strong single player stuff but have these instanced like cool multiplayer moments uh for a dot hack game i think that it'd be cool to like i think the world like the the in-game game, the world is a cool idea, and um, you gotta. My one request, my one <laughs> request, six. If you bring back dot hack, is you gotta bring back a fake computer interface, <laughs> and you gotta give us fake emails and forums. Or in this, oh well, absolutely, absolutely. Listen, I would not do it without fake emails and forums. That's that's essential. You get to make your own fake Twitter. <laughs> Or would you set it back in the time in which we still had forums? I mean, there's still there are subreddits and stuff. That is we true. We can still do that. We yeah. can still do that. Yeah. And I, I definitely, I, uh, yeah, I, I want the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. I want, I want to lean in on that, that artificial social media stuff. I want to have like Kingdom Hearts three loading screens with like you know fucking Haseo being like hashtag getting stronger. I want all the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, Jen, it's your pick. Okay, um, well, Jen your two picks, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm also gonna dip into the bargain bin, and I'm gonna go with Clock Tower. Damn um, it! So with the, it, Clock Tower, there's kind of a history of like. That initial game in the initial series was very heavily inspired by Italian horror films, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. the ca- the cast of that original one reminds me of, like, uh, 
I'm blanking on this famous movie's name. Um, Suspiria. Yeah, Suspiria. Just the way that uh, it's dealing with this uh, almost school-like uh, characters. Like the person who's controlling Scissor Man is more or less... It, it has a very matronly um, attitude and things like that. I'm thinking with technical technological advances we've had, we go full-on Jello mode to the point where those older games never quite reached. Like, it's going for different things slightly by doing that, but, like, I'm talking incredible, stark, multicolor lights. I'm talking about finding ways to make the fake digital blood look even faker. <laughs> and uh, just more over the top, but not in that gross Mortal Kombat way. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about a way that's, like... And give it a nice film score that sounds like it was ripped from the 1970s just something that goes full authenticity for that stuff in terms of how weird and bizarre and uh surreal those movies were plus you can make a spin-off hentai game called cock tower <laughs> great thank great. you six <laughs> yeah sure but uh, what's your next pick um oh, sorry. Hmm. i was just gonna say like you could also incorporate modern horror sense of to sensibilities because like everybody is really enjoying and like everybody really enjoyed mr x from resident evil you know to remake and i think like the scissor man was basically you know that you know the monster that chases you throughout this mansion and i think you know bringing back the scissor man would like in this era of horror media would be really cool yeah, and it'd be interesting to see whether we can make the hiding mechanics feel as good within first person or whether it should stick with third person. Probably third person so we could get some good fixed camera angles going. I think you could you could go with both, you know? Yeah. Like or what I mean is you can kinda of go in either direction. Mm-hmm. Um I you know Resident Evil seven and eight has proven that like the first person, you know, horror genre is you know, successful and interesting, but you still have really good third person stuff as well. Yeah. Hmm. What else? Um I'm also gonna go with uh, Legacy of Kane. Okay. I just think that uh like those games were slightly ahead of their time just in terms of how deep and intense it went into like this uh dark gothic storytelling and like obviously they had pretty um they had a pretty devout fan base back when they were coming out but like i feel like these days vampires are in vogue even more than ever before and like the whole dramatic clashes between vampires and wraiths and people in the background that are trying to control time itself stories about empires rising and falling all that sort of stuff like i feel like if that was given enough time and attention and and like maybe even just do something heavily narrative based like leaning closer to what telltale does than the traditional action action adventure formula like you could make something really cool with that well i mean i think if you had a developer who was interested in making um combat really interesting you know, like, I think there is still room for really good, intense storytelling within a combat system that works, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, maybe make the fights not as plentiful as they are in most action games, but make them more meaningful. Oh, yeah. Like, if you make it a very meaningful and very, you know, interesting, uh, like, fighting system with, like, you know, it, it sounds like to me you're kind of recreating, like, Osiris Wrath in some way. Oh, Osiris Wrath should somehow be on this mm, list. <laughs> it's not, unfortunately, I, I limit it to things that have at least two entries. So. Oh, that is true. But you can make They're... it, like, I, I really enjoyed Osiris Wrath a lot. Wait, yeah. did Seaman have a sequel? Oh boy, you're right. I think let me let me see. Seaman video game. I think uh, it, it had. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. That's right. Oh wow, there was okay. a Seaman too. Yes, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, like I feel like you could do really interesting things with the Legacy of Kane. Like the that series is what gave us a. Amy Hennig, who went on to do Uncharted and stuff like that. So, like, it has history attached to it. And I imagine it'd be really easy to find another prolific writer that's like, hell yeah, I want to write for this. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that would be that would be a, a, good, a good move. Hmm. Alright, Six, I think it's your turn. It is, and I anticipate a rush for the the gems remaining in Sleeping Giants. Uh, since we each have to, we have to have three of each category. People are going to be forced to pull stuff out of Sleeping Giants, and so I'm going to go ahead and take Castlevania. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I was kind of putting my eye on it, but I think Castlevania would be really good under Six Industries or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I... you you know what I'm about, so. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of thought about it too, but also like I was thinking, oh, um, there are a bunch of other games that do the same thing that people like out of Castlevania these days. But Now here's the question, Six. Would you, if you are doing this relaunch of Castlevania, would it be the third person action sort of system or would it be more like a Symphony of the Night or would it be more like Dracula X Chronicles? Or not Dracula X Chronicles, um... Fucking Rondo of Blood. So, actually, I've thought about this, and my answer is two of these. Okay. You have small teams, but you have two teams working on this. You have one team creating a Symphony of the Night single-player campaign, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a separate team doing a Rondo of Blood roguelike. Oh, that would be so good. And I think that's, bam, that's it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I think I think there would be you, there would be a surprising number of people being like, why am I buying this console for a $30 game? Well, I am, because this seems real cool. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my strat. Kyrie, you get two picks. What's what's your what's your strat? <sighs> okay. So Resistance Fall of Man. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. So, I have a beloved, you know, JRPG franchise. I have a pretty cool fighting game. Um, I think for I'm gonna dip into. Um, I'm gonna dip into Sleeping Giants uh, uh-huh. for this one, and I kind of hmm. 
I'm it's a toss up. Um you know, I have two, so well I'm gonna go with Silent Hill. Mm. So I think that I have not played tons of the Silent Hill series. It's kind of a blind spot for me. But I did play and I really enjoyed Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Mm -hmm. And I think that Shattered Memories had a lot of really interesting ideas and executed on some of them like fairly well. It was weak in parts, but I think that... I feel like if I gave the Shattered Memories team like a, an ability to kind of take a fresh take on Silent Hill, I think they could really bring some fresh energy to it. Um, I don't know if I would go full reboot, but at this point, like the Silent Hill like timeline and chronology is a mess. <laughs> um, so I think like a sort of soft reboot would be in order mm-hmm. but and that's kind of what they did with shattered memories was like they soft they kind of soft remade silent hill one um and i think that i don't know I, I would just want to get like fresh eyes and fresh ears like on silent hill and see like instead of being tied to the ideas of what silent hill used to be like let's see where silent hill can go mm. I I will say though, if your idea is getting uh, the shattered memories, people, I believe they're currently making whatever's after telling lies. But you know, yeah. Ah, uh, well, they're they are preoccupied. But you know, listen, you know, I'm sure you can find talented folks. Yes, yeah, so, like I would want to give this to, like much like my approach with Bloody Roar, I would want to give this to people who are, you know, invested in horror as a genre, mm-hmm. and want to explore its possibilities yeah um now before your next pick we have mm-hmm. all picked three at this point you are allowed to lowball so you can do like the lowballing price like minimum is 50 percent of its asking price um if no one contests you you just get it at the 50 percent if someone decides to contest you uh scores will be submitted um and you know, like a bid will be submitted, and the winning bid takes it on a tie. The original person wins it. And if you, if basically, if like if you were to pick one, and then I outbid you, you would get to go again, and I would skip my next turn because I picked up a game for you know not my turn. Ah, uh, I see. Oh, okay. I thought it was like uh, we get three of each, and then we go through that. No, no, no. Okay. So, so. um. So I get so is this like considered like a brand new round of drafting? I mean it's you get two back to back, but yes. Okay. Um, so you get one more pick and, and, and you and the low ball is now open. So I just wanted to make the announcement. Sure. Alright. I'm gonna lowball this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think people will necessarily believe in it, but I think I have I have faith in this weird game. I'm going to take Deception. <laughs> All oh, yours, wow. honey. All okay. yours. <laughs> Leaning this... far away from the table. <laughs> I'm, I'm already I'm already top-loading myself on gothic, creepy, scary games. So <laughs> you, you really are. All right. Kyrie, I get Deception for 50. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, I just think Deception is 
conceptually very interesting. And I think the problem is, like, there's a lot of weird problems with deception. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I like that it has a potential for, like, you know, like, horror comedy, you know? And I think mm-hmm. if you really lean into that and, like, using modern technologies to, like, use a lot of physics-based, you know, puzzles and contraptions, um, I think that you could have a lot of fun with it. I think there's a lot of fun to be had with the deception formula. It makes sense. Oh, and we're working in intervals of 50 for bidding, so, like, you can't bid, like, you know, 151 or something, just so that the math doesn't get annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, deception. I uh, I added that one to the list because why not? I didn't expect anyone to touch it. Um, I, I've been I've been watching one of our well, one of my mutuals uh, tweet about live playing the uh, original PS One game, and like there was mm-hmm. a point where it wasn't like a weird horny thing, and it was. <laughs> Jen, if you want to sell it in 2021, it has to be a weird horny thing. Oh yeah, if I was making it, it would be a weird horny thing. But like... if it gets onto Steam without any trouble, you did a bad job. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, gosh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna it's... give this a shot. I'm going to try to lowball Metal Gear because. It's Metal Gear without Kojima, and anything you do is just going to be... You're going to get a lot of uh, resistance, I think, from the from the gaming community. And by resistance, mm-hmm. I mean hate mail. Yeah, I, I don't want that miss. I think you can have it. Um, because honestly, if I had to think about it, if I was tasked with making a new Metal Gear, it's like, where do you even go? You know, I mean, you make you recreate the basic engine and stuff, and the, the gameplay of of five, which was fundamentally really fun, and you don't tack it on to some of the worst writing I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. I it honestly, I do think like I think it's a good deal at one fifty, but I think it's not not because like. I don't think the end product is going to be a 150 product. I think it's either going to be a 300 or a 50, right? This is a real this is a real gamble, a real coin flip of a purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will either work really well or it will flop really hard. Um, so I hope it's not the latter. But I guess I don't actually have to care about that because, spoilers, this isn't really happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Jen, two picks for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, hmm. I'm going to go with Beautiful Joe. Are you lowballing or just buying? Um, I'm just buying. I would have made you pay for that one, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I knew that I had to just buy it at the asking price, because, like... Yeah, there's a lot of fondness for Beautiful Joe, and uh, it's, like, if anything, I feel like it has a better chance these days than it did back then, just because, like, buying a disc for copy of something that looks like that was a harder sell than, like, 
oh, hey, here's a 15 to $30 downloadable game you can get on your console. Like, that... I feel like it would have a pretty good chance of just doing super well. And, mm-hmm. hey, it'd make a lot of people happy to see Beautiful Joe come back. Yeah, I just remember... I just remember back in the day, like, the reason I bought beautiful joe was because it was just such a critical darling you know like Mm -hmm. it was it reviewed extremely well i don't know how well it sold i mean it's so i think decent enough for i mean capcom produced like three sequels for it um and you know put you know beautiful joe in um marvel versus capcom like beautiful joe is just such a cool thing and i think like a new like get that cell shading in a like brand new engine but keep that like really crisp like comic book you know style look i think you could do mm-hmm. a lot have a lot of fun with beautiful joe yeah yeah i uh i would i don't think you have to do all that much to bring beautiful joe back you just have to bring it back <laughs> yeah it's good hmm. okay so for my second one um hmm, i'm trying to think if i can get away with lowballing this or not um okay i will lowball jitsit radio hmm Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the, the tricky thing about Jet Set Radio is that name naming alone would get a lot of people, but also like, um, I don't know if you followed uh, Hideki Naganuma's uh, Twitter account at all, but like, the guy's going through shit right now. He's kind of a mess. <laughs> so I think. I think the thing is that if I were to make a new Jet Set Radio, I would probably get other artists who can bring their own sound and kind of do similar sampling stuff like uh, Naganuma did for those games. And like that in itself would be risky because people would be like, oh, it's not the original person. He wasn't even asked in. But like, uh-huh. yeah, it basically I... putting him on the game itself would be like <laughs> attaching a time bomb to the game. So... I think that, I think if you just nail it aesthetically, you know, I think, you know, Jet Set Radio is one of those games that its aesthetic overrides how crap its gameplay is. <laughs> because, let's be real, Jet Set Radio plays like shit. Future got but, there. Future yeah, future, right. future got there. But the original Jet Set Radio plays like shit, but it didn't matter because it was just so cool to play. Like... If you just nail the controls and keep the cool aesthetic, you can do wonders with that license. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you have the low ball. Um, yeah. I I think I think it's an uphill battle with that one, but it is. You know, I I appreciate the hustle. Plus, you've already you're already investing on that cell shading tech with beautiful Joe. You might as well put it to use. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Huh, okay. Um Would anybody fight me on Tokyo Jungle if I tried to lowball it? Not really, no. 
Uh, it's neat for what it is. I just, I, <laughs> this is gonna be blasphemy, but I don't like it very much. What? I think I think Tokyo Jungle is a cool thing. And six, I want to see your take on Tokyo Jungle. Okay. Okay. Well, great. Uh, glad to get Tokyo Jungle for fifty. I would have paid a hundred if I had to, but you know, it's 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 nice to you know not have to, um, because you know I got I got bills to pay. I got <laughs> Metal Gear to make. That's gonna be expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Tokyo Jungle is such a fucking cool game. Like, I think that Tokyo Jungle would benefit the most from having like, you know what? You could do the save costs. You make that Metal Gear engine like really good and flexible. You just apply it to Tokyo Jungle. You know, mm-hmm. like. Make yourself uh if you can make a Metal Gear and uh, make a flexible engine, um, like you can get a lot of shit done. I'm gonna cross promote by having a point in the Metal Gear game where Snake gets bit by a Shiba, Shiba Inu, and he's like, "Oh god damn it! It's some sort of Tokyo jungle out here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for me, Tokyo jungle was always the thing that was like, uh, it's really cool concept. It's really cool conceptually, and I want to like it, but also it's also so fucking hard. It's, it's not that every hard. time I tried playing it, it was like, oh, I'm doing terribly at this. I don't understand it. Once it clicks, it just clicks. It's not that hard. Okay. It can be. It can, so. You have to get the dodge down, and then you're you're good. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're allowed to talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. No, I know. <laughs> Uh, Kyrie, you get two picks here. Okay. All right. I feel like. Hmm. So here, here we go. Um, I'm gonna pick something from the mid card, because that hasn't gotten. Well, that's gotten some love. Um. Not from you though. Yeah. Not from hater. Me. Yep, I'm absolutely a hater. I'm going to say, one of the things that my lineup is missing is a really solid um, racing game. So Mm. I think I'm going to... I might have to... I might have to buy this outright. I might have to outright buy Ridge Racer. You would have to outright buy Ridge Racer. Yeah, no, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to outright buy (laughs) Ridge Racer. This is... we're We're playing nicer... Then, then you could, we could just be like, oh yeah, you know, go ahead and lowball it, and then I would bid two fifty for it, and just be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no, I need to buy Ridge Racer outright because Ridge Racer is beloved, and I think I have on my list so far these like dense, you know, a, you know, I mean, Chrono Trigger, you know, doesn't have to be dense; it could be very approachable, but still, it's a jrpg you know you have bloody war which is like an intense fighting game silent hill and fucking deception i need something that just speaks to people on their in their lizard brain and Mm. driving fast like speaks to people Mm -hmm. i think that again this is like another game series that can um really benefit from like you know a new coat of paint but also i think more modern like distribution um methods um can make ridge racer like really successful Mm -hmm. i think for me um 
like I think Ridge Racer can be this this fun arcade you know racer and I want people to just have that thrill of speed you know mm-hmm. for sure and you get one more I get one more uh-huh I'm going to take a personal favorite. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go for Lost Planet. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Is that a straight up or a low ball? Um, I think I'll just, I think I'll low ball. Save some money. Save some money. (laughs) Save a little bit of money with Lost Planet. Listen, Lost, I remember really enjoying Lost Planet 1. I think that... I remember it feeling really good to play. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought its shooting was really fun. Um, I liked the ability to go in and out of a mecha. Um, I have no idea what the fuck they did with Lost Planet two and three. Two was they good. Some... Uh, three was yeah. three was weird, but two actually two was good. Right. I think if I mixed like elements of one and two together. Instead of making it like a weird, sad engineer story man <laughs> um, story, like I think there's something really cool in Lost Planet. Um, I mean, you might want to run in the two direction because two was like, what if Monster Hunter, but your shooter men? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like fighting, like that was the thing that was really cool, which, you know, I'm not a huge fan of shooters in general. But, you know, having me shoot, like, a giant monster, that's cool. Like, I don't want to just shoot, like, enemy soldiers. Like, granted, it's perfectly okay to shoot Nazis, and I would love a good Nazi shooting game as well, but we don't have it on this list. So the next best thing is to shoot lots of weird monsters. Yeah, I I can see that. I can see that. And there are not that many monster shooting games left on here. I mean, you know, there's Dino Crisis. And, I mean, listen... Given the uh the population of online shooter communities, you could consider Unreal Tournament as to be monster shooting games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. My monster kill. Oh, I was just making a joke about online racists, but you know, yeah, that no. works. Yeah, that too. <laughs> okay, reboot Unreal Tournament, but you're shooting Nazis. <laughs> you are. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um. um. A six, I think you get a pick. I do. Um, I'm I am lowballing Chibi Robo. Who's who's gonna fight me here? What are you gonna do with Chibi Robo? I want to know. I'm gonna make Chibi Robo. It fucking rules. <laughs> Chibi Robo seems really cute. Uh, I'm glad to get it for 100. I would have I would have gone up if 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 a bidding war happened. I would have tried my luck. I would have gone. I would have paid more. Um, my vision for Chibi Robo is just listen. Uh, I have I have a vision for my platform. We're the platform of mechanical density. That's what we do. <laughs> and uh, if you want your intense game about being a, a cute tiny little robot trying to clean up a house that's way too big for you, uh, we got you. Yeah, you do have like a line of like mechanically intense like <laughs> games on your list, but I think that'll. I think that'll draw in like the people who really appreciate it. I hope that, you don't you know? like to relax. <laughs> I can't help you there. <laughs> right. 
Right. This listen. This is why I had to pick up Ridge Racer because yeah. it was like, yeah, we need something like, and maybe a little bit of Lost Planet too as well. Sure. Uh, sure. You need sometimes you just need those games. Like as I described when talking about um, uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, it's like sometimes you just want a video game ass video game. Mm-hmm. You know. Totally. And I, I, yeah, yeah. And on that note, um. I'm going to play with fire here, and I'm going to lowball F-Zero. Um, I will match you on that. Let's bid. Okay, how are we doing this? Uh, said our bids to Kyrie. Uh, Jen wins ties. Okay. Hold on, let me just... I've sent mine to Kyrie. All right, hold on. I'm pulling up Discord on my phone. Jen, send me your bid. So it's higher wins, right? Higher wins or Jen wins a tie. Uh, Jen takes it for 250. All right. Okay. Yeah, I was I was willing to play to pay 200 for it, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, we have displays that go to, like, 120 FPS now, and uh, if any series could stand to be brought back to take advantage of something like that, it's F-Zero. And uh, I think if I brought F-Zero back, I would give it a more uh, Megalobox look to it. Like, uh, it would be a little bit grimier, but still lighthearted, and... uh, yeah, you would basically have some time tinkering in the garage, maybe have a lovable cast that you bounce off of and do small tasks for in between races, but uh So you want to do speed yeah. racer. <laughs> I guess it has some speed racer elements to it if I did it that way. Yeah, but <laughs> Yeah. I uh yeah. I I feel like I wanted F0 because F0 is a name. And I jet uh, Kyrie picking up Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer has me feeling the pressure to get a racing game, but I actually feel like I totally understand why they haven't brought back F Zero. Like I think, I think something like F Zero with a new coat of paint would be um, really fun. But it is like it's on name recognition. I I actually sympathize a little bit with like. Uh, I forget who at Nintendo said it. It said, like, we would love to make a new F-Zero, but we literally don't know what we would do with it. That would be new and interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he said um, we're waiting for an idea. Yeah, so I I I feel similarly to, to that person, but for 200, I would have taken it. Um, <laughs> uh, Jen, your pick. Okay, um... I'm going to, uh, hmm. I'm going to lowball Trauma Center. I think I'm going to bid you for Trauma Center. Okay. Um, you can send it to me. I'm out of this one. I, I thought about it for a second. Trauma Team's real good, but I don't think the market's there. So we just send the bids to six? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Jen, remember intervals of 50 is the way this works. Oh, okay. I thought it was intervals of 10. My bad. No. 
I mean, if you want to do intervals of 10, we can say that now and we can do that. I guess that's fine. Because there is not a lot of room to bid here otherwise. Yeah, let's do intervals of 10. Okay, we'll do intervals of 10 from now on. Okay. Okay. Uh, with a bid of 90, Kyrie wins it. Oh. All right. Uh, I have a lot of affection for the trauma series. Um, I think that I, I really liked um, Trauma Center Under the Knife like quite a bit. And I don't know. I think it would just be a... I, I feel like it would be a name to... Like, I don't think I have any Nintendo franchises uh, on here. Hmm. And it's like, I gotta... I like, listen, if you're... If you like Trauma Center, you're a real one. <laughs> it's true. Like, that was, those real those real weird puzzle games. Like, the real weird puzzle games about... And like, the stories are just ridiculous and weird and i like it a lot dr styles doctor <laughs> that's my yeah. that's my trauma center voice uh jen mm -hmm. you still get two picks kyrie will skip her next turn she gets two turns in a row she'll so still get to do stuff but you know yeah yeah okay all right let's see um okay i will low ball uh dino crisis Oh, no contest. Okay, you can have no contest. You can have okay. that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like I know that it's a spinoff of Resident Evil and stuff, but uh, I do I do like the direction Dino Crisis Two went, where it was more action oriented and it went into some weird sort of sci fi territory. Like I feel like I feel like there's a real hunger for well, maybe this is completely inaccurate, but I feel like there's a real hunger for a Jurassic Park style world where you're just shooting dinosaurs <laughs> i don't see it and, but you know uh, godspeed <laughs> yeah i just like a, a mix of hmm it, it'd be like a mix of those disaster day of crisis games or like uh, the more ridiculous version raw danger uh, mixed with dinosaurs where you're basically maybe you're like managing a dinosaur compound slash zoo slash high-tech city that happens to also manage dinosaurs and they get loose and you have to run around saving people while also shooting dinosaurs some sort of dinosaur crisis exactly <laughs> mm -hmm. a crisis of dinosaurs all right all right i mean you know i mean i'd play it <laughs> <laughs> uh you still get one more pick all right um I will go with, uh, hmm. I'll go with, uh, Crimson Skies, also lowballing that. I'm not contesting that. Nor am I. Okay, yeah. I just think it'd be fun to do another one of those sorts of games, like a weird steampunk take on, uh, old war, warplanes, and, uh, like, with the increased uh, production stuff you can do these days, like, 
maybe even throws in some FMV there. I was literally thinking the same thing. It was like, <laughs> if you want to make a new Crimson Skies, use fucking FMV. Yeah, it's like Crimson Skies plus the Red Baron FMV game that came out like in the 90s where you just have a bunch of uh, B-movie actors getting in there and uh, like chewing their heart out while doing these scenes. Get Peter Stormare in there just because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just go full Sky Captain, I think, on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, so Jen's mish- box is shaping up to be, hey, y'all like the 90s. Uh, <laughs> mine is, you are not allowed to relax. And Kyrie seems to be going for this unusual strategy where there's some kind of, like, balance of experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to give, like, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of JRPG. I really gonna ride a lot on like i think i think bloody roar is gonna be a sleeper hit um mm. like i would actually like i would make sure that when it comes down to designing the console to make sure there are two fucking usb slots in the front of your console because what are you doing there are two on the front of the ps5 just one of them's a type c oh my god (laughs) just two like listen two usb ports so that you can have two people with two fucking fight sticks able to play that seems yeah not this battery (laughs) not this battery charging shit (sighs) all right well that means i get to pick um hmm Oh, you need to cross out Dino Crisis. Yes, I do. Also, did I fuck up? Did Jen get to go three times in a row? Did F-Zero... It's because I outbid her for... Okay, um, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, for trauma it doesn't matter. I, I feel fine about the way things are. I just feel like I'm behind on games is all. Um, cross out Crimson Skies, too. Why don't you do it, Jen? Because you don't have editing permissions. What's this? says here, read only? Yeah, yeah, get nuts. get read. Read'll take care of it. Um okay, I am gonna lowball Ape Escape. Okay. Kyrie? I I'm gonna let you have it only because I have a counter pick in mind. I mean it's super monkey ball. Your counter pick is super monkey ball. And it works out because here's here's my thinking. Like I personally like Ape Escape more than Super Monkey Ball, but I did have them on similar wavelengths. But I was thinking about my box and what I'm going for with my box, and I was like, can I take Super Monkey Ball and make it way too mechanically complex? No. Can I do that with Ape Escape? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, give yourself a little mini map and uh... survival mechanics crafting. <laughs> No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Just imagine, imagine swinging your net at a monkey and you miss and it breaks and you have to go craft a new one. That's oh evil. I wouldn't do that. Uh, During especially strenuous uh, monkey capturing sessions, uh, you have to give the kid... Well, you have to... When you're going out as the kid, you have to ha- pack some cookies so he can eat them. You hide in a locker from from the monkeys that are hostile, but oh no, you were out in the the rain for too long and you caught a cold and you gotta go get the medicine for the cold. You sneeze while you are in the fucking locker and it alerts the monkeys to your position. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
We're just describing Metal Gear Solid here. This already exists. Jen, they're not Thank monkeys you, in Metal Gear Solid. Are you paying oh. attention at all? <laughs> oh, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence, bitch. Yeah, but that's not... They don't have the cold in that one. The cold's only in two. I guess you're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kyrie, you get one action because of your previous winning uh, winning a, a low ball. Yeah, and the counter pick is Super Monkey Ball. Um, I'm going to have to buy that outright, I think. <laughs> I almost write Sonky Mumper Ball. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like, I I realize in my list, I don't have, like, a game that really appeals to, like, younger kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, Super Monkey Ball, like, to me, Super Monkey Ball is, like, it's a childhood game for me, you know? Like, that, you know, game spoke to me, it spoke to my sister who didn't really play video games all that often, and it was like, this was just a fun video game to play. It got intensely hard, but, like, the controls were simple, and it was just, you know, you're just rolling monkeys around with the great soundtrack and, you know, tight controls. Like, if you nailed the soundtrack and controls, you got you got a monkey ball going, you know? You do. I, I understand. All right. Well, I think that make it, makes it my pick again. Um, I do have to catch up on the math. I think I'm behind on the math for mm-hmm. what things are. But, um... <sighs> Regardless, I've got I've got money. I'm gonna do things with that money. Uh work hard for the money. Um I think and bef- go ahead. And before we I was just saying before we decide anymore, do we wanna like have a cap of games and like I know we have a budget, but our budget is pretty big. Yeah, our budget is pretty big. In fact, with lowballing, I'm gonna go ahead and lower the bonus down to three thousand rather than six thousand, because we're doing fine on money and we're close to hitting the like the minimum already. Mm-hmm. So uh if anybody was or was was like, oh shit, that throws if either of you are like, hey, that throws off my whole game plan, let me know. But I think we're probably fine. Right. Uh, yeah, this this is not as combative as a podcast so far as I was expecting it to be. I mean, it's about visions of what we can see in the past and how we can turn it into a bright new future. And I think that's, uh, you know, people see potential in different things. Um, and that's why I'm lowballing Seaman. <laughs> if no one, yeah, can, you can have that one. If no one contests me, I will tell you my vision, or if I win it. Um, who the hell do you cast to replace Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> are you are you contesting me? I'm as I'm not contesting. Okay, you. go for it. Uh, here is my pitch: the person I cast for it is the person who's going to be directing the game. Oh. Welcome to Peter Molyneux, Sea Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm semen. Check out my balls. <laughs> I'm gonna get so many people buying it just because they're like horrified and fascinated. <laughs> I'm gonna get hate purchases, baby. <laughs> yeah, you just have all these mechanically dense, fucking intense action, intense whatever, and then you have fucking Peter Paul, Peter Molyneux 
fucking seaman. I love this vision of your console. <laughs> All right, Jen, it's your turn again. Okay. Um. Hmm. You know, I I could really go for something more family oriented too. Um, which is why I'm going to go for Clonoa. Um, Damn it! Mm, I think I'm gonna have to bid you for Clonoa. Okay, you're on. Well, we'll we'll do a little bidding more here. All right. Well, send me your bids, and I will tell you the winner. Who? Uh, with a bid of 260, Kyrie takes it. <laughs> really, Kyrie? Klonoa, listen, if Super Monkey Ball is a little too hard for you, like, Klonoa is the answer. <laughs> Klonoa is cute. Klonoa is fun. Like, Klonoa is just a fun game to play. Um, I think Klonoa, um, is like it has very simple mechanics you know you you fucking capture the like little monsters and you jump on them and you get the little sparkly bits and i think that um i think that there is room to make you know something interesting with that you know um i love klonoa's aesthetic a whole lot and i think that I think there is something there. I think there is something really special in those Klonoa games. And I would love to see it done in a watercolor-esque painterly style to it. Like, really give it this nice look of, um, not cell shading, but like, make everything look like a watercolor painting. Okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty appealing. Like, it's just a chill time, you know? I think part of what Kyrie is recognizing here is that with extra money, once we head into the trading part, you're going to be paying more than you more than the, like, market price for these anyway, and you might as well head that stuff off. That seems like Kyrie's philosophy. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching you now, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm getting the stuff I want, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess that means I get three picks now. Um... Not two, still. Still do. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. You still need another sleeping giant. Yeah, I guess I do. Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with WarioWare. Market value or lowball? Market value. Okay. Thus, no contesting is allowed. WarioWare goes to Jen for 300. All right. The, yeah. Your roster is now complete by the rules, but you still have. Uh, let's see. You still have 450 to play with. Okay. 450? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. Okay. I thought it was like 1800 plus 300. 450. Okay. Because 50 brings you up to 1700 plus 4, 2100. So that's math. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were right. Um, um, one more pick. Okay. You're, you're also allowed to pass if you want. I, I didn't mention it because I assumed no one would want to, but... 
Yeah. I'll also just mention that I went with WarriorWare because, like, A, I need something more family-friendly, and also B, like, this is gonna be weird, but my main my main uh, fond memory of WarriorWare isn't uh, with the mainline series, it's with the DIY game, and there's something about that specific style of, like, Oh, the fuck it, make it yourself? Yeah, and it's just the way that they handle game creation in that in a very painterly, slipshod sort of way, just being like, okay, I'm going to doodle something real quick, and all of a sudden it's moving. It's a game. that like that's There's something so gratifying about that, and uh, like I feel like most modern, even the ones that are like, oh, we're for kids, most modern game-making tools aren't don't have that same level of instant gratification as just doodling something and making it work. So, mm. yeah. Trying to recreate that sort of thing would be neat. And if that doesn't work, hey, WarriorWare minigames are still fun, so we could figure out something. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, for my next one, I'm going to... Low ball monkey island. No contest. You, you can have it. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> yeah, monkey island, fun series. You can do all sorts of stuff that makes it appeal to both adults and children. And Except for adding the... more mechanics, so not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's from that. A series of LucasArts stuff where you can't die, so it's probably not going to be too frustrating. It'll it'll be fun. Hmm. I have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm lowballing Parasite Eve. Oof. I think you can have it because I already have Silent Hill. I'm tempted, but I also do have a lot of horror games on my roster. <laughs> so is that a no? You're gonna. I um, say. You okay, can... I'll 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 challenge you. Okay. All right. Send me your bids. And this is for Parasite. Yes. Eve? Ooh, this is got in a squeaker. Jennifer takes it for one seventy. Damn it! Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Parasite Eve, really cool game based on a book and movie that people don't seem to remember quite as well as the game. Maybe that's just because the book and movie only came out in Japan. But like, yeah, it, it's a cool series and it has a nice blend of. Uh, metropolitan shenanigans and horror so yeah glad to have that one under my belt and it's like an so action rpg horror in a way that i think i could have worked with um but but i don't get to um okay then i will low ball shadow hearts i i figured you'd take shadow hearts i think shadow hearts is a very six game jen you can have it okay thank you yeah, I'm only really familiar with the Kudoku, 
Kudelka uh, part of that series. Uh, it's a good series. Um, Curie, you get one action yeah. thanks to your previous uh, win there. Okay. <coughs> so I gotta take something from the Sleeping Giants, huh? Um. Also note that my list is now also feature complete, and I have 800 to work with. I think for... Okay, I'm going to go with Advance Wars, and I'm trying to think, I might, hmm, I'm trying to think if YouTube will challenge me on Advance Wars or not. I mean, I think Six definitely will. We're at the point of the game where I can't give away my hand. Say if you're going to do it or not. <laughs> I'm going to go, you know what? Listen, I need to be feature complete and I have a little bit of money to spend. I'm going to buy it at market value. I would have challenged you. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> because I think one of the things my lineup is missing is um, a great, like, like Advance Wars is just such a great strategy mm-hmm. game. Like, they are incredibly approachable games but with such a fun art style Mm -hmm. um i think honestly i would want like i might i might steal your idea 1.6 of like a two-team approach Mm. i would want i would want an advance wars in the style of one two and dual strike but i actually really liked days of ruin really (laughs) Uh yes i i really thought days of ruin was like it was a weird thing but it was like kind of neat so if i had like if my console would also had like a portable like companion i would want like the portable companion to have like a low you know slightly lower budget but like interesting um days of ruin type game but my main console would have like the big advance wars title i mean days of ruin was certainly better balanced for multiplayer i will say yeah, Days of Rune, like, uh, except for the battleship that could move and fire at the same turn. That was fucked up. Well, you know, none of them are perfect. But, you know, mm-hmm. Dual Strike was just... <laughs> I, Dual Strike was a mess, but I kind of... It's it's my favorite it game was, of the series. Just playing it multiplayer was just like, well, okay, you got, to, oh, you yeah. got to your dual CO powers. Good game. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used, like, <laughs> fucking eagle and sammy and i fucking took like i took entire armies in like one turn with that combo it's pretty fucked it was pretty fucked and i think i think i would want to capture that like chaotic energy of advanced wars but strong single player campaign um you know just make it a little silly make it a little weird but also be like be it that mechanically satisfying thing for like the you know for the hardcore players you Mm know but yeah advanced wars is my pick and i have like 250 points to work yeah but you don't get a second pick right now no i don't um i'm taking an awful risk vader I'm lowballing Dead Space. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, if you just want to make your platform the horror fans only, everyone else don't buy my shit, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't do too much more of that. So, I, I'll pass. Curie. Also, you only have 180, so you wouldn't have probably won the bid anyway. Yeah. Um, you can have it because. I'm not like I haven't really played the Dead Space game. They're really so. fucking good. Um, I heard that first one is pretty. Two is good. also really good. Hmm? Okay. They they made a third one. Yeah, <laughs> they did make a third one. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that was the last horror game on the list, and I was really worried about. I mean, I guess you could count fear. You shouldn't, but. Um. Mm-hmm. And I was really worried I might whiff, whiff that one, but I, I felt like I could get it less for than 300, so I'm glad. I'm glad I tried. Jen, you get one pick. Alright, I'm gonna lowball Space Channel 5. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you get it for 50, then. Yeah! Alright, family-friendly rhythm game that people like and has a cute lady on the cover it, what's not to what's not to dislike oh you're gonna make it horny oh god damn it maybe I need to contest damn you on it. this one <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me that that design is not okay no it's not she looks like a lady who like tripped and fell out of a fucking 60s music video she doesn't look sexy she looks like fun but there is no sex yeah, appeal uh- there it was going to be just that level of the look, I basically. don't believe you. And uh, <laughs> we, we, we'd find a pop star for her to dance with that would be less problematic than Michael Jackson, but yeah. Okay, fair enough. Katsune Miku. <laughs> All right, well, I've got a shitload of money. Um, I've got 650 left. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing what's going to happen is I'm going to get to do a lot of stuff in the trading phase. Um, but for the moment, I'm just going to straight up buy Gravity Rush. Yeah. Yeah, I can't contest you on that because you're straight up buying yep. it, but Gravity Rush is a cool it's game. very cool. All right, Kyrie, for the first time in a while, you actually get two picks. <laughs> All right. Um, so I have, you have 250, I have 200. Okay. First one. Um, I'm going to low ball gradius. No contest on this part. Which one's that again? Gradius is a side-scrolling shooter. Oh, yeah, that. No, thanks. You can have that. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. That that one's for me. <laughs> like, I, I just like the Gradius games. They're hard and they're intense, but, like, I think they're a lot of fun. I think the option system, like, I think Gradius 5 on the PS2 was actually one of the best um gradiuses mm-hmm. because um they introduced a thing where like if you lose the vic viper um it just spawns in a new one in its place with a bunch of invincibility frames but you have to manually pick up your options back um so it still had that tension of like 
losing all your stuff, but it doesn't send you back to zero. No. Um, I think that with a robot, like there's been an R type revival recently. I think there's been a lot of revival stuff, and I think a revival of Gradius on a big old wide screen with big beautiful ships and cores and monsters and stuff would be a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Okay. And that leaves me with 200 to Mm -hmm. work with. I think what I'm going to do... Ah, this is a tough one. I either have to lowball a sleeping giant or buy mid card or bargain bin straight up. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take care of like I've I've been noting like what categories we've bought. Everyone's met the criteria, and if you lose the criteria in trading, I don't care. So sure, um, cost is all we care about now. All right, I am going to. I think I'm going to go with, and I'm going to, it's the last one I want, or last one I think it would make it inter- make my console lineup really interesting. I'm going to go for Armored Core. Buying or lowballing? I think I have to buy it. Okay. I think that I... I think of the games that I have, six. I, I don't have that really robust, mechanically dense game. Like I have a lot of approachable stuff. Like, and there's still stuff that is still hard to get into, like JRPGs and fighting games and such. But I want like you got to have at least one game in the style of just this really intense, really mechanically dense thing that people can really just sink their teeth. So what you're saying is we're going to have a lot of, we're going to have a really healthy attitude when it comes to trading is you and I are going to get along great. (laughs) 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 You want mechanical density. I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying I wouldn't mind, um, I wouldn't mind, like, if I had to sign a multi-console release um, fucking deal, I think the 6 console would be an ideal platform for, like, Armored Core as well. It's my console. Um, I don't know about Jen's console. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck she's doing. Hey, like, if you really look at the games I have, like, I have Burnout. Like, Burnout's a classic. People love that so save, much. Save the speeches um, for the end. You'll get okay. your, you'll, <laughs> Mrs. Speaker, you'll have your moment. Just give us some time. I'm, I'm just saying, Six has more hardcore games on here than and I And people do. like hardcore games, Jen. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, if I had to sign a, sign a, like, a deal with, like, a, for a multi-console affair, I think, like, Six's platform would be, like, the perfect, like, The people platform. who buy my stuff, I don't know buy my machine, are going to want to buy Armored Core. Yes. Okay, yeah. I guess that makes uh, sense. It's okay. my turn. I'm going to lowball Zone of Enders. 
I will challenge you on that. Alright, send me your bids. Spoilers, you can't win, Jen. <laughs> I know. Uh, six was the one who originally yep. picked it, right? Uh, in a tie. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's six. why I picked that number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Very frugal. Listen, I, I, I have plans for the money I have left. Uh, Jen, you get two picks if you survive. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm going to lowball Dark Cloud. I'll contest that. All right. Send me your... Send me... Send me your bids. <laughs> For the audience at home. Um... Oh, hold on. In a squeaker. <laughs> six wins at one. Weird, I could do math. Yeah, for, the on... <laughs> For the audience at home, I only have 130 dollars left in this video game and uh <laughs> six is just picking anything that i pick because i, I love like, dark cloud well, I feel like, yeah dark cloud I, like i i think like yeah i think um i mean the reason i picked crota was like i want to have like a classic jrpg and i think like dark cloud can scratch those same itches as well but you know Sexy, just make it mechanically dense, you know? Uh, yeah. All right, Jen, pick again. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> okay. Um, fuck it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna lowball. Uh, what am I gonna lowball? Hmm. What will I lowball? Um. Oh, you you didn't cross that space channel. Oh, you right. By the way. I'm going to lowball. Pat pawn. Sure, I'll contest that. Pat the pawn. the pat the pawn. All right, I'm submitting. Okay. All right, send me your. Send me your bids. <laughs> With Jen taking it at 130. Ah, you Yay. fool. I submitted 50. I was just driving the price up. <laughs> <laughs> Jen gets pat the pawn, pat the pawn, pat the pat the pat the pawn. You know what? For a classic like that, I'm fine paying 130. Well, here's, here's the real fun good. part I have 180 left. And no one can contest me on anything. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take Star Fox at 150. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that I had thought about I had thought about Star Fox, but I, like I don't know what to do with Star Fox. Like they've tried so much, but like have they tried so much though? Like two of the biggest releases on the on the mainline series were just them recreating Star Fox on the SNES again. You mean Star Fox 64? 64 well, was Well, the but so 64 was yeah, a remake of the it, SNES. Yeah, and then Star Fox Zero was a remake of both of them. So, Six, what would your vision for Star Fox I don't be? know, I just want to blackmail Jen. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, I have 30 left. That is not enough to bid on anything. So I'll either use that in trading or maybe I just get to go out for a nice lunch. Yeah. All right. Trading time. Hmm. All right. How does trading work? I mean, you work out a deal uh, with someone. And if they agree to it, you're good. Okay. Okay. I mean... So Kyrie. I'm... Yeah? <laughs> Armored Core, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm just... Do you see anything you like over here? Hmm. Listen, Peter Molyneux is really hot right now. <laughs> I'm willing to trade you Armored Core for Steeman straight up. I know. I'm taking a loss here, but... I think I'm good. <laughs> I think here's the thing that's going to make me impossible to trade with. I really like my lineup a whole lot. Like, I think I made some, like, I'm really happy with my picks. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to make some offers if you want to get a hold of Armored, armored Core. Star Fox. You know that's a value get. Yeah. And you know what? The truth is... Yeah. I've... I really love Star Fox a lot. Um, you know what? Let's go for it. Armored Core for Star Fox. That sounds like a deal to me. Okay. Um, I think Star Fox could be... I think if you emphasize a little bit more of the team-based dynamics of... Like, I think that's something that's never been really explored with Star Fox, like, as a series, is that you never really got the sense that you are flying on a team or a squadron. Mm. It's always been, you know, the on-rail shooter, and then you have your AI teammates in, like, scripted events and really just kind of there to kind of annoy you in some ways. Mm -hmm. Um I think I think honestly like Star Fox 2 on SNES was like a really interesting experiment in um you know having you know recruiting a squadron and you know taking on missions and I think that I think if you expand the roster beyond like the core for um you know furry animals uh you and like bring in the characters from 2 bring in the characters from and make up some new characters. I think it would be really cool to like have this run-based game or these mission-based games where it changes based upon the um, crewmates that you bring along with you. Like if you bring in Falco, you're going to get more aggressive. Um, you're going to get more aggressive offense, but like his defense is going to be lacking. Or you bring in um, Slippy, and like they're better at dropping repair stuff you know what i mean i mean what you're describing sounds like star fox command which you should probably play and i'd be here for an ambitious I, remake of star fox command i really liked star fox it was command. cool star fox command was a really cool game its endings were buck fucking wild mm -hmm. <laughs> but i think that you know i could definitely see i would love to see you know stories about like fox you know uh, like recruiting the initial team 
and growing up a little bit, but also like flash forward to like him as like a really confident, you know, commander of this unit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, I mean, that is kind of my vision for a new Star Fox game. Like really, like a really, like you said, a really ambitious remake of Command would be really something. Jen, I have a hell of a deal for you. All right. Beautiful Joe. Metal Gear. Uh, hmm. I'll be honest. I mean, it's a it's a Metal Gear could hit real big if you had the right team on it. You had the right promotion cycle. It could really it could really light the world on fire. But I just I'm starting to feel like it's a little too hot for me. You know, it's a it's a bit of a gamble. And I'm looking at the rest of my roster, and there are no other gambles on here. I mean, Peter Molyneux, surefire hit. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying you want to play it safe then <laughs> with Beautiful Joe? I think I think I know what to expect from Beautiful Joe. I think I don't know what to expect from Metal Gear. And okay. I'm not like honestly, I don't know if this is a good deal for me, genuinely speaking, but I feel like it makes a kind of sense and so I'm offering it. Sure, I'll take that. Okay. Uh this is going to be one of those things that talk shows are going to roast me for for <laughs> decades <laughs> it's gonna be like six gave up metal gear for this like youtubers are gonna like put up fucking stupid thumbnails game informer is gonna run an oral history where someone's yeah yeah i don't know what the fuck they were thinking about <laughs> i was thinking about beautiful joe and sylvia beautiful joe might be your most approachable game on here uh, not once i'm done with it <laughs> True. <laughs> You're gonna add full bayonetta dodges and shit. I mean, it basically has them. It basically <laughs> already had them already. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Trying to look at this and see if there's anything I really want. Um. Hmm. I mean, the thing is, I I, I could offer you that one because I felt like that made sense. The rest of your roster, I have no idea what your priorities are. So <laughs> just. <laughs> My priorities are mostly making well for burnout. It's just like yeah, burnout people. You were just burnout. you're really fixated on this. Burnout I mean, it's a good thing. pick. Well, yeah, yeah. It was like it's the one I ne- never felt like I needed to explain myself with because like hey, it's burnout. But uh, yeah, the rest of them like I, I'll be completely honest here. Breaking the kayfabe, I've just been making up business decisions for games that I like. Well, I've been doing that too, Jed. But I've also been thinking about like. <laughs> You can, yeah. you can mix you know. the approaches. Listen, yeah. Jen, yeah, it'll okay. be... Listen, when you go bankrupt and I get to put your games on my Game Pass, it'll be all right. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Hey, Kyrie. What? What would it take to separate you from Clonella? <laughs> A fucking miracle is my guess. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at your list. What do you got? Uh, Dick Squad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wow. Fair enough. Fair Uh, enough. (laughs) Listen, Klonoa is my... Klonoa is the game for the young audience. You have several games for the young audience, though. I I do... (sighs) Yeah, uh, so for the young audience, I have... 
Klonoa. I have Monkey Ball. Star Fox. Star Fox. Um, yeah, I think Star Fox is. Yeah, Star Fox will be an approachable game. I still want it to be, you know, dense like Star Fox Command, mm-hmm. but also like I don't know. My approach, like I guess the approach for my console has been like, like I try to be you know approachable and you know, try to offer a variety of experiences. Mm -hmm. Some of them weirder than others. (laughs) Like, fucking Deception. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I I think, uh, like, I think my console will be carried on the strengths of, like, having a solid Chrono game, having, you know, Bloody Roar to, like, for multiplayer. I mean, you're the only one with a fighting game. Yeah. Like, listen, I, I knew from the start that, like, Having a fighting game will make your console stronger. I just don't yeah. like Virtual Fighter enough. I don't have enough faith in Virtual Fighter. I thought about it numerous times, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe, <sighs> maybe I will up six. Maybe we can work out a cross-platform deal for Blade mm. War. I'm just realizing why didn't we put Rival Schools on here? Oh, I would have bought Rival Schools for like two million. I mean, Rival points. Schools just had a crossover character in Street Fighter. I feel like it's not really dead. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, they put Darkstalkers characters and everything, and that game is super fucking I didn't dead. put Darkstalkers on here. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I'm consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost put Sonic on here. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Like I, I think Bloody Roar is due for a resurrection. Mm. I think there you can do a lot of really fun things with Bloody Roar. So Jen's not getting Klonoa off you? Klon- no, no. <laughs> Klonoa is. If I if I felt like doing some real heel turn shit, I could probably make Castlevania invalid right now, just because like Castlevania is a series that is having a super popular resurgence. I right thought now. about that, but they um, haven't made a game in thirty fucking years. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The most recent Castlevania thing is like Apache Slot. <laughs> yeah, true. If your game is like, listen, if your game has Apache Slot, I mean, I mean, there are games that they're still making that have. Patchy slots, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, Jen, you got Metal Gear. Metal Gear had two games last console. Three. I guess it did technically. So okay, it's it's yeah. not it's three. It's, oh, Ground Zero, Ground mm-hmm. Zeroes. So it's a thing. Um, it's a thing that's like I, when I was thinking about this, I was like, it's not purely a number. It's sort of a feeling. And so though Metal Gear mm-hmm. has had some very recent releases, uh. Kojima leaving plus the release of Survive makes it feel extremely dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On a similar note, Star Fox uh, having a Wii U release and then it just tanking and the game itself just game being too. like, <laughs> the, the game itself just being like, okay, yeah, we're doing Star Fox 64 again. Have fun. This is why you need like a command like approach because again, I've always thought about like the thing that I've always found the most interesting about Star Fox are like the character dynamics because there's a lot of really fun character dynamics in the dialogue from 64 and it's like focus on like you you gotta like focus on those like the interesting characters you know yeah 
My favorite Star Fox thing is probably the fan film of Fox in Space. I really like that too. <laughs> well, all right. I guess I guess it's time to get uh speeches from the uh the chairman of their respective uh companies slash consoles. Uh Jen, please take it away. All right. For giving our consoles a name. If you or... want to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here at uh... here at GenCast, we are <laughs> we we got you covered with all of your classics. Like this is just a classic bonanza. Like you've got your Burnout, which is. Burnout, one of the greatest racing series of all time. Like, unparalleled destruction. We're making a guarantee we aren't getting any licenses with these cars. No licenses whatsoever. And you know why? We're gonna wreck these motherfuckers up like you wouldn't believe. I'm talking Sparks. I'm talking... I'm talking 2000s era... Evo Metal going on. <laughs> Just like... Bring back the F-Ups from Burnout 3. Like Just bring them back. Bring back that kind of man. <laughs> no Ford. <laughs> but yeah, these cars are just gonna break apart and explode and it's gonna be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And uh, also, a something I'm getting that's gonna be beautiful, Clock Tower, because we're going back to the roots and not just the roots of Clock Tower the roots of its specific style of horror. I'm talking Jalo horror movies, so it's gonna be a very colorful experience. It's gonna be incredibly campy. Like, it'll be creepy for, for, for some people, but also it'll be kind of comforting in that sort of like, oh, this is so camp, this is so neat sort of way. Um, <laughs> this is the worst invest investor speech ever, but I'll- Are you I'll, really gonna go game it. by game? You have a lot of games. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speed things up. So, so yeah, we have things like, like Gothic Core, like Clock Tower, and Legacy Game. We got your action-packed movie situations like Metal Gear and Crimson Skies. Wait, we what's that your... second one? I've never heard of it. <laughs> Crimson Skies. It's like a <laughs> it's like a classic war movie, but it's steampunk and shit. It's cool and. Uh, we got, we got your hip games like Jet Set Radio, like have a bunch of graffiti and beating the cops and shit like that. Just yeah. And uh, in terms of also action movie stuff, we got Dino Crisis, we got Parasite. This is like the action movie blockbuster platform, except we're not going to spend two hundred million dollars in every fucking game like Sony does. We're going to keep it reasonably priced, but with that blockbuster feel. That's 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 the pitch for my stuff. I think reasonably reasonably priced, but with a blockbuster feel. Woo! What the fuck was that, Jennifer? <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm clapping. Uh, as it turns out, I can't give speeches without like uh, that Jackbox Party Pack game uh, talking points, <laughs> giving me slides. Dude whose head is a coffee cup. There you go. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Thank you.
folks, I'm very excited to announce uh, here at uh, Six World, etc. We are ready to pronounce uh, open season on video games. Video games, you're on notice because here comes the dose. That's right, we named our console after taking drugs because it's gonna feel like <laughs> drugs every time you turn this baby on. You like gameplay, great. You don't like gameplay, I regret to inform you, you may want to buy someone else's platform. <laughs> we got Tenchu, we got Castlevania, we got Beautiful Joe, we got Ape Escape. Some of these games you haven't heard of, but by the end of your days, you'll be whispering how much you love them. You'll try to get married to Armored Core. <laughs> um. You'll sneak the you'll sneak the games into the nursing home. <laughs> uh, basically, what we're about here is engrossing experiences that make you not want to put the controller down. But guess what? Not only are we also going to combine that with some great writing, which would not be evidenced by the games we pick, but just promise we'll figure it out. We also, unlike our rivals, managed to save some money. To, to pay for new indie games. That's right, we didn't splurge it all on old games from the past. We're ready for the future. So join the future and take your first dose. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the speech. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm judging that all three of us are making home consoles, by the way. Like, no handhelds or anything. Uh, I mean, if, you know, it could be part of your speech. My plan is uh, a box that you physically can't pick up. It's very heavy. Curie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Here at Curie Arts, are trying to appeal to everyone as best as we can. We want to have experiences for all the people in the living room. If you want your intense fighting games, we have Bloody Roar. And yes, fans, there will be rollback. Cue for applause. <laughs> um, but we have other things as well. We have arcade classics like Ridge Racer and Gradius. But we also have family-friendly affairs like Monkey Ball and Klonoa. We want everyone to appreciate and enjoy the experience of gaming here at Curie Arts. And I think that I'll keep it short and keep it simple. We have a brand new Chrono game. I know you've been waiting for a long time. But we also have plenty of other hits. So please look forward to that. Why did you buy Lost Planet? Lost play, it's cool. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shoot big bug monsters. Security, remove this man. <laughs> remove this man. I don't know. I don't know. I was just going for it. I have a hard time making speeches. Well, clearly, I'm fucking great at it. I named my console the dose because I panicked. <laughs> but no, I... Yeah. All right, well... So three three compelling visions for the future of gaming. Uh, congratulations to all of us for doing better than Sony. Mm -hmm. We're all the we're all winners here.
And we need to do an, we need to do another episode sometime where it's like we're we're making different pitches for the future of Sony, and it's just okay. What existing franchise are you going to draft into your new dad roster? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter. Ooh. What if uh, Vib Ribbon was dad <laughs> and he was sad? <laughs> Vib Ribbon with a beard, listening to nothing but Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Do you think Jack's child would also have a soul patch, like just as a baby? Yes, <laughs> a baby was <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, this time, a very different meaning to "I'm going to kill Praxis" because <laughs> Jack's baby is a leftist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, if you want to do a draft game of your own, I will. I will post the the, the very basic spreadsheet. Uh, a, a copy of it anyway. Ours is all marked up to hell um, in the uh, in the show notes. Um, but, you know, these things are pretty easy to build yourself. Just have fun. It can be fun to do these kinds of, like, semi-competitive, semi-cooperative, you know, construction games. It's like a deck builder. Yeah, and I like the idea of, like, I mean, I have fun with the idea of, like, oh, let's, you know, think about, let's do a cross-platform thing or, you know, Stuff like that. And us also talking about our visions for these games and how we would modernize them. I think that was really mm-hmm. fun, too. Yeah. I may or may not have had a lot of thought, time to think about fucking Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've had a lot of fun together, as always, I'd say. But until next time, friends and folks, thank you for joining us. And Kyrie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Kyrie A. Page on Twitter.com. That is where I post things on the internet. That's what you do. You do posting. Uh, I also uh, host with Jennifer uh, Ultimate Despair Reprise at YouDespairCast on Twitter.com. We just finished uh, Super Danganronpa 2. Had a really fun discussion. And I also have, I don't know, by the time this gets out, uh, there should be a special interview episode up um, with a very special guest, so look forward to that. So again, that's at youdespaircast on twitter.com. Awesome. Uh, Jen, where can people find you? You can find me at jbu3 on twitter.com. Most of my stuff is on scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. You got a mix of uh, podcasts, articles, videos on both of those sites. And uh, I also happen to host a... uh, Storytelling, um, you you the pitch, a storytelling narrative, yes, a a narrative choices book club. We're not a choices one, the choices one is the other one. God damn it, Jen. I see it in that one. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, okay, so it's it is a Story heavy video game. It's not heavy. It's a podcast. They're digital. (laughs) (laughs) Called Novel Not New, a true end podcast. You can find it at readinggames.online. The last game we did was Suzerain, and the next game we're going to do is (laughs) Vampire the Masquerade. Wow, is it bedtime for Jen already? (laughs) It must be. Uh, We haven't. 
podcasting for almost Shout two outs. hours. Yeah, that but... does something to a woman. Uh, I'll take your word for it, as not a woman who can podcast for a long ass time without being that affected. Um. Shoutouts to Journal Updated, another abnormal mapping show that Jen always sounds like she's starting to make the pitch for, so we should probably give them some credit. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at six step S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, and for all that all of us do, well, no, most of, a, a lot of what a lot of us do, you can always find us at scanlinemedia.com, patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. We do a lot of work. Thank you for your support, whether just listening or financial uh, we always appreciate it, and we hope you'll join us again in the future for some more conversation. Peace out. See ya. Later.